0: And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Monday, August 31st edition. Hope everybody had a great weekend. We got a seven-game slate on tap for you tonight. If you uh, are looking for some premium content or some other free written content, go check out rotoballer.com. Use promo code Bubba for 15% off your first package of your choice. Also, uh, check me out on Twitter at BDN with all your questions. Give a rating and review on iTunes for MLB DFS Quick Hits. We'd really appreciate all of that. But with all that being said, we have seven games on tap for you tonight. It's going to be a good one. We've got some good pitching and then some very not-so-good pitching to attack with bats. So different ways to approach this slate. There's some day action also if you're looking for that. And we're still waiting on a lot of totals. Like I literally pulled up the totals right now. All I have is Rays, Yankees is eight. Nationals, Phillies is ten. Indians, Royals is seven and a half. White Sox, Twins is eight and a half. That's four games if you do the quick math at home. So we're waiting on three. Other games to attack on the totals on this one, we have no Atlanta Boston because Brewers facing looks like Freed or his chances of Ian Anderson. That one's up in the air right now, um, but MLB.com has Freed. Cleveland Kansas City waiting on that one. It should be Bieber and um, and uh, Keller. Uh, Minnesota Chicago White Sox San Diego Colorado. So a couple different ones there. But uh, let's get at it. Should be a fun one tonight. Your top pitcher on the slate is Shane Bieber at $11,000 at the Kansas City Royals. Uh, not much to really say here. Bieber's is the man. He's basically a 30-plus point machine in all, but he's 29-plus or more in every one but one start. He's basically 20 or more in every single start this year. He's your cash game play at $11,000. Just rock and roll with him. He's faced the Royals earlier this year. Six shutout, innings, 14Ks for 41.5 points. Uh, He just dominates time and time again. Even the Twins, he puts you up nearly 30 points on this one. Uh, You have a Royals team that uh, strikes out 24.6% of the time versus righties, 235 average, 174 ISO. Deeb's at 11,000, outstanding. Not going to sugarcoat that at all. Uh, Alito will be interesting coming off the no-no. 10-4 at Minnesota. I'm going to pass. I'll either pay up for for Bieber or I'll pay down for Garrett Cole, who's been very rocky this year. We talk about he gives up the long ball a lot. He gave up five runs and five innings against Atlanta his last time out. That was by far his worst start of the year. Prior to that, those six and two-thirds, two earned, obviously two home runs, but 10Ks against Tampa Bay, the team he'll be facing off with tonight, at home in the Bronx. He faced Tampa twice already this year. He's got you 20 or more points in those two starts. He has 10Ks in both of those starts, and that's the big thing. He might give up some runs. Brandon Lau's hitting everything. Lots of stuff to consider there, but he is going to get the strikeout. The team that strikes out 23.4% of the time versus righties, Cole struck them out 10 times in both starts. They at 252 with a 192 ISO and a 336 WOBA. They're basically an average, a decent team versus right-handed pitching. So Garrett Cole will give up a couple long balls. That's just par for the course. That's a normal conversation topic these days. But you also have a lot of strikeouts for Cole coming that way. So ten thousand for Cole is a very intriguing option as well. But for me and the big three up top here, I'm going to pass on Gleydo. I usually never pay a guy after a, a big outing like that, especially a no-no. Um, I, I let that one go, and it doesn't it doesn't hurt. He's in Minnesota against a very good Minnesota team, so I'll pass there. In a GPP, if you want to go Lito, go for it. The good thing is when he threw his no no, he only threw like 101 pitches, so it's not like he had to go really deep. He's gone 98 or more in five straight starts, so he's he's been just fine there. He's got 43 or more points in back to back starts. That's outstanding. Uh, he's got 13 Ks in back to back starts. So if you want to go it to be different, sure. For me, it's Bieber and then Cole. That's where I'll be leaning up top. Uh, Max Freed at 92 is a great pivot off of both if you want to save some cash. He's been absolutely outstanding this year, 22 and a half, 19, 24, 23, 17, 28. He's just been electric, uh, making his first start against the Boston Red Sox this season. A Boston Red Sox team that um, offensively has been challenged. J.D. Martinez might not even play tonight, he got hit in the wrist, left the game. They're striking out 22% of the time versus left-handed pitching. They do have a two seventy three average. But a 178 iso and a 336 Woba. So they ha- have a decent average versus lefties. Other than that, they're keeping the ball in the park. Uh, Devers is heating up a bit. Bogart's on fire. Uh, you got Bobby Dollback got the call up. He- he's got a lot of pop in that bat. So there are good plays there. Freed might, uh, you know, we're waiting for that one. I was looking him up last night. Over a 25% fly ball rate, the highest of his career. But he has yet to give up a home run this year. So that is very intriguing with uh, Max Freed. When does that other shoe drop for Max Freed? Is it tonight? It very well could be. But at 9200 bucks against Boston, is it the pivot off of Garrett Cole? That's the decision to make. Do you want to play Cole at home against Tampa Bay or Freed on the road against Boston? I'd probably go play Cole because I know what I'm going to get with Cole. He's going to get up a couple home runs. He's going to get a lot of strikeouts. Freed, he's been basically flawless this season for Max Freed style. So very intriguing uh, options there with those two. Tyler Glass now 8400 bucks at the New York Yankees coming off an absolute gem against Baltimore his last time, about 38 points, struck out 13 in seven innings, two runs. Uh, prior to that, five and two thirds to or eight Ks against the Yanks for 22 points. He has eight or more Ks in three straight starts. He's stretched out. He threw 98 pitches his last time. We are finally all back on the glass now, train, at least trusting that he's good to go. Facing a Yankees team that's just depleted on, of everything on offense. It's been very, very bleak. Uh, that Mets five game series really drained some stuff as well. The Yankees strike out twenty three percent of the time versus right handed pitching. Two fifty two average, two ten ISO, three forty eight will be like you'd expect from the Yankees. But lots of swing and miss, missing some big bats in that lineup. Like Taylor Wade's playing a lot. Um, it's not good. Aaron Hicks might be out also. So there's another lefty bat who hasn't been consistent. But you know he had a walk off uh, on Sunday game one of the double dip, I believe. So they're going to be missing some more pieces in that Yankees lineup. It's a very very deal. So, tons of uh, injuries with the Yankees, as uh, it's being pointed out in the um, StreamYard chat here as well. So, it, it's a very intriguing option there with Glass now at 84 because he'll go low-owned. He'll save you some money because when we get past Glass now, pitching is very, very bleak. It's like a Glass now free combo, saves you some cl- uh, cash. Even Glass now up to Bieber or even G. if you want to take that plunge, will save you some money. So, he's very much a GVP play on tonight's slate. Now, after glass, now it's really bleak. Like, you got the two Coors pitchers, Marquez and Richards, probably passing on both of those. Yeah, Rich Hill against the White Sox. White Sox, team has mashes lefties. Rich Hill bounced back a little his last start, but still not the Rich Hill we know and love for 7300 bucks. Brad Keller at 69 against Cleveland. Keller struggled tremendously his last time out. We saw that. Prior to that was electric. getting didn't give up a run all year until the five runs against uh, St. Louis, his last outing. Now he gets Cleveland, a team that's been very, very up and down when it comes to uh, being at the plate here. Striking out 24.4% of the time versus right? He's 225 average, only a 144 ISO. So there is something to like about Brad Keller at the same time as Brad Keller at $6,900. So that's a very tricky one. The other punch, Trevor Williams at Milwaukee. It's not great either. He got hit around his last time at the White Sox, but that's the White Sox team has been literally on fire. Prior to that, you know, got you 12 points against Cleveland, 12 and a half at Cincinnati. 21 against Minnesota, 14 against Chicago, not world-beating stuff, but on this slate at 6K, you'd almost take the 12 and walk away. It doesn't sound great, but that's kind of where it's at. Milwaukee striking out 27.4% of the time versus right-handed pitching with a buck 98 average and a buck 46 ISO against right-handed pitching. That's very, very bad. Now, Trevor Williams is not very, very good. That is very, very clear. But uh, at $6,000, Trevor Williams could be that punt play you need against Milwaukee team that – Seems like they want to get it going, but it's just not consistently going. So you got to keep an eye on them. But uh, definitely an interesting option there with Trevor Williams on that one. So the pitching's top heavy, like we said at the beginning of the show. Bieber, Garrett Cole are the main two targets up top if you're paying up. G. Leto's a GPP play for sure. I don't completely hate it, but it's uh, very risky coming off that outing. It's just a thing we don't see time and time again, bounce back starts like that. You have Freed and you have Glass now below the 10K range, both very, very much in play. And then when you're punting right now, unless something changes, you can look at Brad Keller. You can look at Trevor Williams. Um, That's about the only place I'd go right now. Some might go to Eric Lauer. That might open up as things go on, but I wouldn't go there at this point in time. Let's check out the bats on this slate. Catcher's position, um, you're going to probably save some cash here at the catcher's position. Just slide on down below 4K to start things out here. You could look at the Kurt Suzuki at 38 versus Spencer Howard and the worst, one, of the, one of the worst bullpens in, uh, in Philadelphia. Howard hasn't gotten through four innings his last couple starts, so keep an eye on him. you got Suzuki or Jan Gomes. Gomes started on Sunday. You'd imagine it's Suzuki at 38. And then he can just, uh, keep sliding on down, saving some cash here at the position and see who plays because there's been a lot of trades with the Padres, so you might get some of them. Like Omar Narvaez at 28 versus Williams, he could be a saving. Jacob Stallings at 27 versus Lauer would be a guy I'd look to as well. So wait and see what comes out. Maybe Nottingham starts for Milwaukee. He's 2100 bucks, Decent pop in that bat. Um, You can you give him a shot if as a punt if he comes in. But, uh, yeah, wait and see at the catcher's position. Try to probably punt that one. First base now it gets funny. Jose Abreu, we know he loved to hit lefties. He's got Rich Hill on the bump. Abreu at 54. Very, very much in play in that matchup. Freddie Freeman as well. Atlanta's going to be a very to- hot topic tonight. He's 53 versus Colton Brewer. You can take advantage of in a heartbeat. Then you got Coors. You got Hosmer at fifty two is obviously great, and then Moreland who should be DHing for San Diego at five k. So those are two really strong options against Marquez. Marquez good pitcher, Coors Field. You want to take that chance. That's on the table. You got Ryan McCann at forty six versus uh, Garrett Richards. He's in play. If you are fading Tyler Glass now, Luke Voigt mashes righties, but right above him you have Reese Hoskins at forty four. Could be the value on the slate. He is heating up, folks. Homered in three of his last four games, 18 or more points in those three games. And he's actually homered in four of his last six games. He has, he has 16 or more points in five of his last seven games. Reese is getting it going. Philadelphia versus Eric Fede is very much uh, an option tonight. So Luke or uh, Reese Hoskins at 44, very big upside, could get you some savings in that matchup. Um, Slide not down for some more value. If you don't think Eric Lauer is long for the game with Milwaukee, Josh Bell at 36 is entering a couple of homers over the weekend. Uh, Eric Thames in a GPP homer on Sunday. He's 34 versus Spencer Howard, another guy to peek at as well. And then savings wise, you slide down to one mister. I'm making sure I'm not going to pass someone else. Bobby Dahlback's $2,000. I know it's Max Fried. I love Max Fried. Dahlback's pretty much home run or bust in the minors. He has, he'll hit for very low average, but lots and lots of power. Two for four in his debut with a home run. Uh, But then two strikeouts versus two outs. Max Fried's very good. We know that. $2,000 for Bobby Daubach, very good savings as well. He's first base, third base eligible on DraftKings. Not available on FanDuel because FanDuel is good at that kind of stuff. All right, second base position, Brandon Lau at 55 versus Cole on a GPP. I can see it. It's very risky, but I can see it. Yeah, Cronenworth at 47 and Coors, I'm always a fan of that. McMahon, I mentioned earlier, at 46. But Gene Segura at 43 versus Fetty, second base, third base eligible Segura just continues to hit. I believe he's hit in eight or nine of his last 10 games. Very, very productive. Good cash game type play with some GPP upside. Good part of a Philly stack that usually gets overlooked when it comes to Gene Segura as a piece of that stack. Um, Joey Wendell at 37, if you need some savings and you want to attack Cole for some reason. Joey Wendell at 37 has been swinging it pretty well over the last week or so. So you can peek at him. Um, but other than that, pretty top-heavy position unless you go to Danny Mendick. Uh, Nick Madrigal at 29, I'm a big fan of. Since he's returned, he's really gotten it going. Um, he's hit safely in uh, back-to-back games since he's come back, multi-hit games in both games, 10 or more points in both games. He had three hits in a stolen base on Sunday. It's what Madrigal does. He has a little bit of power, not a ton, base hit machine, scores runs, steals a few bags. He bats ninth, good piece for a wraparound stack with Chicago. If you're fading that Rich Hill, which is very much in play tonight, then he he's bats like eighth or ninth in that lineup. So you could wrap him around with Tim Anderson and company. He's only 2,900 bucks. Good savings, good cash game option. So Nick Madrigal at 29, very much a a play for you this evening. Third base, you got Machado and Coors. Yes, don't need to elaborate there. Arenado as well, but then a pivot off of that if you don't want those two. Jose Ramirez at 54 versus Keller is an option. Or you just save some cash. It's Drupal Cabrera if you're going Washington versus Philly at 45. Gene Seguri mentioned him earlier. Those are two ways to save some cash off the boys up top if you're fading Coors. If you want to get decent pitching tonight, it's going to be very hard to get Coors. That's just plain, simple facts of life. That's just the way it's going to go. Uh, but you slide on down farther on this one. Austin Riley at 32 is one I'm very much targeting to save some cash. Riley's at safely in eight of his last nine ballgames. He had a home run last night. He's home run in two of his last three. And just has been very, very productive at just getting like eight, nine or more points night after night. $32, nice savings on this slate. He'll be in Fenway against Colton Brewer, who is not a good pitcher at all. So Riley at 32 is a nice piece of savings. It's a massive upside on this slate. Again, if you're paying for pitching, you're gonna want savings like you got Madrigal at second, Riley at third. Nice pieces of savings to get you some other big bats at times or to keep you those big arms in your lineup. So I almost I almost feel like Riley's even cash game viable on the way this slate lays out. I don't mind playing Riley in cash. And remember Bobby Dahlbeck's first base and third base eligible on DraftKings. Shortstop position. You got Tatis and Coors, Trevor Story and Coors. Okay, sure. But Tim Anderson versus Lefty is always nice at 57, but the guy I go to, especially in cash games up here, is Trey Turner. Consistently a double digit machine, averaging almost 15 points over his last 10 games, hitting 513 over his last 10 games. Uh, only two stolen bases, but he has um, seven, nine extra base hits over those 10 games. He's just been a machine. I just plug him in in cash games right now. Absolute machine. 5,500. Going against Spencer Howard in that bullpen, he's my cash game shortstop if you're paying up at the position. Bogarts is on fire at well. He's 5,000 versus Freed, So two guys to look at in their respective matchups. If you're looking to save, Dansby Swanson's 47. He went deep last night uh, for 20 points. He's a strong option uh, in his matchup. Didi Gregorius at 42 is a uh, cash game play as well for the savings. 29 more points last night. I averaging almost 10 in his last 10 games. So he's been quite productive for the fight and fills. He has 13 or more in 3 of 4, 9 or more in 5 of 6. That's cash game viable indeed. with DD at 4,200. Uh, Willie Adamus only 33 if you're fading Garrett Cole. Willie has been playing well. Obviously, it's Garrett Cole, so pick your poison there, but that is some savings at 33. Shortstop's very top-heavy. I probably wouldn't go below DD. I think is very cash viable, but you got Swanson, you got Bogarts, you have Trey Turner. Really good options there, as you'd expect, at shortstop. Heading to the outfield now you got Woe Nelly. Bryce Harper is a really strong play against Fetty at 59. I love Soto at 57 as well. Two of my favorite plays that I keep playing Soto time and time again, also. So those are good options. If you believe Trevor Williams stinks, Christian Yellick at 53 has got some serious upside in his matchup. Uh Eler's up to 5k. That's getting a little trickier, especially at Trent Grisham and Coors at 49 below him. Uh, Will Myers at only 45 is interesting. But Lubob with the walk off yesterday, he's 4,500 in his matchup, which is very, very nice. Uh, saving some cash, though. You yeah, guys like Fran Reyes, only 41 versus Brad Keller. That's a nice GPP play. Not so much cash, but does have the GPP appeal at that price point. Um, McCutcheon's heating up $3,900. Very good savings in this matchup. 23 more points on Sunday. He has 10 or more in three straight. He has nine or more in seven straight. He has nine or eight or more in nine of 10. So $3,900, that's very cash viable and stackable with Andrew McCutcheon. Raimel Tapia only thirty eight hundred bucks leading off for Colorado and Coors Field is a great play, very cash viable. Um, you get a leadoff hitter in Coors for less than four K against uh, Richards Garrett Richards, is not great. That's a really good look there for Tapia at thirty eight hundred. And then you got like Pilar versus Free. You like him versus lefties, but Free's not your average lefty, so I'm kind of wishy-washy there. Adam Eaton only thirty six does have some value for you. Um, Jake Cave not versus Gilito tonight. Matt Kim's only three K versus Garrett Richards. Mag Talkman's 3K versus Glass now. I like Glass now, but that's value if you're fading Glass now. I'd rather have Kemp at 3K and Coors, but both are options. Uh, NCRT's 3K versus Brewer. Good chance he's in the lineup tonight. Ronald Acuna left yesterday's game with hamstring tightness. If NCRT's in the lineup at 3K, extreme value First Colton Brewer for the uh, the Braves. You got like Brewer and Riley, and they're super cheap for the the Braves in that one. Um, other than that, um, one of my favorite values, I, I saw this last night, I had a double take. He's 27 on. DK's 3K on Fandle. Sam Hilliard, who's been hitting like crazy. He's hitting 7th or 8th usually for Colorado. $2,700 in Coors is almost a must play in cash. And then Taylor Naquin at 26 versus Keller. Another very, very strong play. 16 more points last night. He has uh, seven or more in five straight games. Uh, Seven or more in six straight games, I should say. So very, very uh, cash viable at 26. Double digits in three of those six games. So give Naquin a look as well. So lots of cheapies if you need to pay up for cash to, um, for the pitching tonight. So cash is very doable. Let's put it that way. Pitching wise, Bieber and Cole lead the way up top. G lead. I'm going to pass on this uh, this go round after the no no. have Freed and Glass now right be- below those two. Freed's been pitching great. You are waiting for that other shoe to drop? He's pitching really good. Glass now bounced back. He stretched out. Strikeouts are definitely there against this depleted Yankees team. So lots to like in that regard. And plus. The punts are bad. You have Keller, you have Williams, guys I'd rather not use. So if you can go Glass now, free, Cole, and Beaver, make two of those four work, which you can, uh, you definitely do. When you're stacking it up tonight, uh, Philadelphia versus Fede, huge fan there. Washington versus Howard you can definitely go to as well, especially with as bad as Philadelphia's bullpen, it, and Howard doesn't go that deep. So a Washington-Philly game stack, very viable on tonight's slate. And then you got Atlanta versus Brewer and Boston, big Atlanta fans. So Washington, Philly, Atlanta, all three of those. Very, very strong on the agenda tonight. You could look at Cleveland versus Eller, White Sox versus Rich Hills. Very nice as well. I still prefer Philly, Atlanta, and Washington when I'm stacking it up because then you have Coors, who's expensive. They'll probably be low owned tonight because pitching so bad, but Coors is very, very expensive, as you would expect. So that's where I'm at tonight. Seven game slates. This is a quick hits, as we like to say um if you have any questions hit me up on twitter at bdntrick i'll help you out there we have a free fantasy sports dj and slack chat where we're always chatting it up in there and seeing green screen so that's always fun uh, go check out rotobar.com this video is daily uh, monday through friday over at rotobar's youtube channel if you want to be in the premium slack chat get some premium content and tools use promo code Bubba for a discount over there and other than that you guys have a great monday hopefully that's uh, the last day of the trade deadline clevenger might get dealt there's some other guys that might get dealt that could be a ton of fun padres have been super active uh, we'll see what happens. The Yankees are in the rumors. get Starling Marte. Lots of cool stuff there. I recorded Bench with Bubba, episode 308. Bubba on the Batflip 48 last night with Toby of Batflip Crazy. Go check that out as well for your season-long fantasy baseball advice. But until next time, folks, this was MLB DFS Quick Hits. your Monday, August 31st edition. I'm out.